Guys, as we get older, we all start to notice minor changes in sexual performance. It happens, but you can stop Mother Nature. Whether you're just starting to develop erectile dysfunction symptoms or are suffering from chronic ED, call Metro Men's Health. Skip the pills and injections. They're only temporary and lose effectiveness over time. Metro Men's Health treats the root cause of ED, lack of blood flow, so it works long-term. Metro Men's Health uses the most advanced and clinically proven wave therapy on the market to actually repair aging blood vessels and restore them to a younger you. Get your spontaneity and your confidence back with safe, effective treatment from Metro Men's Health. Visit MetroMensHealth.com or call 833-687-0700. Don't let ED get worse. Call Metro Men's Health today, 833-687-0700, 833-687-0700. Guys, as we get older, we all start to notice minor changes in sexual performance. It happens, but you can stop Mother Nature. Whether you're just starting to develop erectile dysfunction symptoms or are suffering from chronic ED, call Metro Men's Health. Skip the pills and injections. They're only temporary and lose effectiveness over time. Metro Men's Health treats the root cause of ED, lack of blood flow, so it works long-term. Metro Men's Health uses the most advanced and clinically proven wave therapy on the market to actually repair aging blood vessels and restore them to a younger you. Get your spontaneity and your confidence back with safe, effective treatment from Metro Men's Health. Visit MetroMensHealth.com or call 833-687-0700. Don't let ED get worse. Call Metro Men's Health today, 833-687-0700, 833-687-0700. Well, what do you know? The 2020 presidential election is one big old mess. It seems part for the course, given how this year has gone. of America. Here's the podcast where we talk politics, a little entertainment, some culture, and this and that from the road to your ears. This is Trend Chat with your host, Brian Bledsoe. And welcome to another episode of Trend Chat. I am host Brian Bledsoe. And if you want to connect with us on Instagram or Twitter, it's at Brian L. Bledsoe. And on Facebook at Trenchat247. So, yeah. So, first off, it definitely wasn't a blue wave or a red wave. <laughs> Which I didn't think that was going to happen in the first place. But, uh, so, neither one, neither Joe Biden or President Trump have reached the 270 electoral votes to um, to win this election. And we're waiting on a number of states to still finalize their results, like Nevada, Arizona, which as um, we're recording here, it's a Friday night and we are in Amarillo, Texas, and we're heading west. We're actually heading towards through, well, through Arizona and Nevada. So maybe I might stop by and see 
you know, see what in the world is going on over there. Why did it take us so long to count these votes? But, uh, yeah, it's Nevada, Arizona, Alaska, uh, which, yeah, they, I keep forgetting about them, but they, they haven't, um, called their race either up there and, uh, Pennsylvania, North Carolina and Georgia. So for what is worth, my map had Trump winning by 271 votes, <laughs> uh, electoral votes, that is. And like I said, neither one or at that point right now, even though Joe Biden is trying to make it seem that it, <laughs> that it is over. <laughs> uh, he's, he's really, he's doing these speeches and trying to make it seem like, uh, you know, everyone just, let's, let's just move on. Yeah, I won. Let's move on. <laughs> I'm, I'm pretty sure he, he would love that, <laughs> but, um, but that's not the case. And at this point, right now if we're just going to go from what we um from the results that are out right now it would be a you know uh biden winning right now because as with the votes that are at least that are made public at least he has think i think well he's taking the lead in georgia and and pennsylvania and he already had a lead in nevada and uh, of of the states I've mentioned, I think the, the largest lead, I think, is in Arizona at this point. So but things are changing. Like I said, all these states are still considered too close to call. And so they haven't really been uh, haven't got to the point to where they can say definitively that you know which side won. But all that being said, here we are having a close election in the hands of government bureaucrats just in talking about the people who you know who are counting the votes and people who are in charge of all that and i mean let's look at the ultimate example the epitome of government and that be washington dc and so you know when you look at the results of different states you see okay trump won that state by 60 or biden won this state by you know 50 60 whatever like that. you see all these different results in, in different states and all that so do you know what percentage that joe biden won washington dc now this is not surprising there's nothing new but for people that maybe don't know joe biden won dc washington dc by 92 percent and that is basically that's just that's government's vote <laughs> that's the federal government basically saying that's who they want as president and it shouldn't be a surprise because democrats are the party of government of big government more more laws more regulations more programs more this more all their policies are all centered around more government. And so it shouldn't come as a shock that Washington, D.C., the, like I said, the epitome of government would overwhelmingly vote for Joe Biden. And it, it doesn't even matter if we're talking about red states uh blue states or whatever like that if you look at the majority i said a vast majority 
of the cap, the state capital counties. So, you know, wherever, whatever county where the capital of that state, I don't care if it's a red state. Nine times out of 10, I will probably because I mean, if it's blue, if the state is already a Democrat state, then the county is going to be the the capital county. I guess I would call it would be probably the most blue of it, this most Democrat, you know, <laughs> Uh, county in the whole state if it's a blue state but even if it's a red state i don't care if it's like you know alabama or texas especially because austin but yeah any capital county even if it's, it's a red state that it's a blue state it's a blue county put it that way the county itself is blue the rest of the state could be red but the capital is democrat because again Democrats are the party of government. <laughs> and so that's um that's who we have in charge basically of these election results. So whether you're talking about DC, I mean essentially these government officials if you're talking about DC cuz pretty much I mean it's a small number even though it's a high percentage going one way or another, it's just, you know, it wasn't, it's not a big number talking about DC, but you know, basically people who are either working directly or indirectly for the government. So they're essentially just voting to keep their job or grow their job, you know, in DC. And, but still, I'm just, I'm, I'm mentioning that because at, Right now, we have an, all of these, I mean, lots of people who are out there counting, people who are overseeing and all that. And, I, you know, not getting into all the stories about, you know, potential voter fraud and all this stuff, everything. I mean, because for one, it's just too much to choose from and all that to really get into any of that. I just want to kind of give a general thought and just a question, really, that it should it shouldn't be much of a stretch to imagine to this for this scenario to actually be true. I guess. I mean, there are thousands of people involved across the country in providing the final results of, you know, the election, whether it's federal state, county, municipal, where the majority and, uh, well, I would say even the, I would say probably the vast majority of, government officials or people that work in government vote democrat and in an effort to you know simply keep their job you know job security or for the quote-unquote greater good to get trump out of office isn't it at least plausible that out of the thousands maybe even hundreds of thousands of people that are willing to do whatever by any means necessary to use whatever power they have, you know, whether it's counting votes, allowing votes, or just supervising people who count the votes, any of that, to use that power to influence an election. I mean, as close as this election is in states like, you know, Arizona, Georgia, Pennsylvania. And I mean, there should be, and I, I know I posted this on uh, social media i mean at this point 
and it seems like it's already going that way but there should be lawsuits recounts audits all of that to make sure every legal vote is counted now like i said it seems like seems like we're already going that way anyway but this needs to continue and i i think president trump has the fortitude to fight this as long as it takes you know i I would probably say most Republicans would probably would have folded up by now and conceded. They were like, well, we just need to fight on for another day. And, you know, we'll get them next time. Or, you know, <laughs> but I don't think President Trump is going to do that. And, you know, whether he wins or not, this is one of the appealing aspects about Trump that I respect. I mean, because he's not just going to sit back and, you know, go along to get along and let you just do and say whatever you want. <laughs> Um, like so many Republicans would, I mean, they would just turn tail and run and apologize for everything that the media and Democrats deem offensive or unbecoming of the, of the office. And look, I mean, people can, <laughs> you can spare me with the, Oh, you should just let it go. And, you know, let's move along. Let's, let's, you know, just concede and give up basically. I mean, Democrats haven't accepted 2016 to this day. And so here we are just talking about a couple of weeks or a month or so. So, yeah, you can just miss me with all that. <laughs> and <clears throat> one thing I was I, I'm I'm hoping at the end of the day that, you know, whether it's, you know, investigations or whatever about these mail-in ballots and making sure everything counts and all of that and I'm, I'm pretty sure this is going to go to the supreme court in one way or another in one of the states if not all the states so yeah they need to do as much as they can and do everything that it, within their power to make sure this is so you know there's no way you're going to get this a hundred percent correct there's going to be things that's just you just can't um you just can't get to making sure that every single vote across the country is correct because for one you have the states and they all have different uh, ways as far as their how they uh, tabulate the votes and all of that and so but we could do more than what we're doing right now. And I think what, whether it's with lawsuits or whether it's with the recounts or the audits, especially the audits. I mean, I would not be against recount, especially in these five States in particular, but if not more, I'm not against just, um, recounting like every single vote in, auditing every single vote to make sure that it's actually there's a legal vote and that um that it should be counted so 
Hey guys, this is Morgan Zegers, the founder and CEO of Young Americans Against Socialism. We are a nonprofit organization working to preserve a free, fair, and prosperous America for generations to come, all by equipping our generation with the truth about socialism. If you're interested in watching our educational videos, donating to the cause, joining the Ask Coalition, or becoming a contributor, you can do all of these things at fightsocialism.org. We hope you'll join us in this crucial fight for the future of our great country. Thanks. This is Dana Lash, and you're listening to Trend Chat. We here at Trend Chat, we are proud to be part of the 1776 Militia. Check out 1776united.com. They have a wide array of clothing, hats, shirts, art, and more that is fiercely patriotic and stylish to match. Go to 1776united.com, and if you put in the code TRENDCHAT, you get 20% off your first purchase. Again, 1776united.com, put in the code TRENDCHAT for 20% off. All right, so, so, um, well, I'm pretty sure you've heard and, and going to hear your fair share of all the election coverage and all of that, so... But one thing we didn't hear a lot about mainly and it's, you know, it's not surprising because you're focused on the presidential election because that's hasn't been decided. But um, a, a number of states, a lot, a lot of them, at least have what you call ballot measures on there <laughs> that the people vote for in different states as well. And. You know, I looked at a couple of them, and I guess I had a a few that I wanted to mention that just caught my eye. And so, first off, Alabama, Georgia—what's that, Georgia? Alabama, Georgia's on my mind. <laughs> um, but um, no, Alabama, Colorado, and Florida—at least from what I've seen—they had ballot measures to require citizenship to vote which is like duh that really shouldn't be controversial even though some of those were uh the percentage that voted for it it wasn't i mean i think some were like 70 or whatever but like that shouldn't be <laughs> that, that shouldn't be a difficult one to choose i mean you should be a citizen to vote but there's some that believe that um everyone should vote. I mean, going back to talking about the presidential, I mean, Joe Biden talking about count every vote. <laughs> no, don't count every vote. Some of those votes are, are not legal. I need to count every legal vote. That's why I said it that way before. But, you know, uh, but it's not surprising. Democrats just want to count every vote because they know that'll help them out more. Um, So anyway, uh, but speaking of Colorado, which this is um kind of sad. I mean, you know, kind of sad. This is sad. Uh, in Colorado, they had some other be- uh, ballot measures, but there was two that kind of caught my attention, mainly because at least how they were listed, they were right next to each other. And it seems that Colorado, the people out there, want to protect wolves, but not babies. So they voted to, I guess, protect gray wolves uh, for, you know, 
I, I don't know, maybe they're endangered species or what, whatever. But they voted to protect the wolves. But right after that, they did not um, vote to ban late term abortion. They voted no to ban late term abortion. So, yeah, like I said, they <laughs> they want to protect the wolves, but kill the babies, you know, basically. <laughs> Which is, like I said, that's the, that's the saddest one of all just seeing that but it did decrease the um income tax though so you know at least they saved some money so but with but still want to you know have no and it wasn't close either i mean it was like 59 percent voted no to to not to not ban late term abortion but yeah so but in talking about um, abortion louisiana voted to ban abortion rights so, so that's a good thing so i guess i'll kind of read what that ballot measure said so it um it said as language to the louisiana declaration of rights that says that nothing in the state's constitution shall be construed to uh, to secure or protect a right to an abortion or require the funding of abortion. So, so that that's a good thing um, as far as uh, the abortion issue. So, I guess well back to Florida. <laughs> Florida voted to increase the minimum wage to fifteen dollars by twenty twenty six, and that's just a lack of basic economics. But then again. You know, you have people on the left and Democrats have been pushing for raising the minimum minimum wage for years now. And just the, like I say, it's the lack of basic economics where they're just the I mean, the ones that are going to feel it the most are small businesses where they're not going to be able to pay this. Or if they do, they're going to have to raise the um, price on whatever products and services that they're um um doing and um yeah so the people who are going to get that raise or at least think they're going to get a raise then have to pay twice as much for whatever that they would normally paying for just to um to pay for that huge increase in in the minimum wage so I guess we'll we'll see. I mean, it might be like other places where they figure out this doesn't work and then they'll get rid of it. But in uh so Nebraska and Utah, this this is something where uh, I guess this is one of those where you had outdated language that you just wanted to clarify and get it um finally get it off the off the record. <laughs> So Nebraska and Utah voted to remove the slavery exception. <laughs> so it was, and both of them read the same way, actually. It said, um, removes language from the Nebraska or also the Utah Constitution that allows the use of slavery and involuntary servitude as criminal punishments. So, both, so they, yeah. They finally just, you know, took that off the off the books. And then you have Rhode Island vote to remove 
Providence's plantation from its official name, which I didn't even know that was the, the official name. Um, but yeah, so I guess in, the word plantation in particular probably was the one thing that really was the reason why they wanted to take that <laughs> out the name. And um, and Mississippi voted to change their state flag, which before had the uh, a, a part of the flag had like the Confederate flag in in there, and so they um, decided to change the flag. And now it's gonna be I forgot the colors, but it's gonna have like a magnolia in the middle of it and all that. So that should be nice. So you know, I actually have one. Um, like if I was able to put forth a ballot measure, you know, I got one I think should happen. Even though I. <laughs> Given the nature and given how things have been going, I think it's not going to happen. But before we get to that, let's hear a word from Expressions. This is Lacey Williams, the founder and president of Expressions Magazine, letting you know that you can order our quarterly magazine and support female conservatives by visiting express-conservatism.com or you can follow us on social media on Instagram with the username of expressions underscore conserve mag or on Twitter with the handle of at express underscore conserve. Get your copy today. What's going on folks? This is Colin Noir and you're listening to Trend Chat. Trenchant is proud to be a part of the Hashtag Life Tribe or Culture of Life as they seek to celebrate life through the world of fashion. Go to col1972.com and get 10% off your purchase when you enter the code Trenchant. Alright, so if I was able to put forth a ballot measure Hmm. I have one in particular, and I don't know. I'm pretty sure someone has made this, you know, this suggestion and least it for something to be considered for a state. Because, well, for one, you already have it in two states that I know of in particular. At least I think it's just two. But so my proposal <laughs> would be, and like I said, I don't think this is going to happen because things are actually going the the opposite direction and i'll get into that um as well so i think electoral votes should be split so nebraska and, and maine have split electoral votes so i think as of right now in nebraska i forget how many total but um, President Trump got the majority of those electoral votes, but I think Joe Biden got like one of those votes. I forget how many um, Nebraska has in total. So, but I do remember Maine. So Maine has four electoral votes and Joe Biden has three, but President Trump gets one. And so anyway, I'm saying that because I feel that we have four too much where you have a majority of the state in one direction 
and but it's basically being dictated by one section of the whole state so okay so case in point uh illinois if you look at the map for illinois it is mostly red it is red throughout the whole state except there's a little blue at the top right corner (laughs) and it's chicago that's blue and because there's enough people in that one county those one couple of few counties at the top corner they dictate everything that goes on for the rest of the state as far as electoral votes go and so let's take for instance like so so georgia's not i guess hasn't been called yet but if you look at the state of (laughs) of georgia look at it and it kind of goes back to what i mentioned as far as the capital county being blue and everywhere else and all that so you look at georgia the counties around atlanta all of those are are blue meanwhile the rest of it oh well there's some other blue counties as well but most of the of the state is red and I mean, well, can't say Texas too much because it's basically South Texas is is a, is a blue all down. But um, trying to think of another 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 state in particular. But yeah, like I said, just going back to what I mentioned earlier about the capital counties, and what I'm proposing, what I <clears throat> what I think should um states should should consider is splitting those votes so look for one the majority of so let's say so let's go back to illinois so illinois has like i said a couple of counties that are blue even though they have the majority of a big chunk of the population is from those couple of counties surrounding um chicago and so, yeah, the majority of the electoral votes should go to whoever. Um, so in this case, it would be Joe Biden. But they should at least have a percentage go um, go to the Republican, in this case, be President Trump. At least a small percentage, a minority percentage. So I don't, I don't know, like 10 to 20 percent. So let's just... Um, Let's just keep it simple because I ain't trying to do math right now. So let's say if it's 10 electoral votes, I know, I know Illinois doesn't have just 10, but I'm just going with whatever county, whatever state that has 10, put it that way. <clears throat> so if a state has 10 and you have one county or a couple of counties that has a very thick population density that basically has turned the whole state blue. Meanwhile, the rest of the state is red. Okay. So out of the 10 electoral votes, they, you know, eight or seven to eight of those electoral votes should go to the Democrat because it's still, that's the majority. But at least let two or three or, you know, of those 10 go to a Republican because there were some representation there. It, It'll basically be what we have as far as electoral college, you know, as a whole in the, in America. <clears throat> it would just be on the state level. That's all. So, 
I mean, that's what I think would be fair. It would, it would basically be the same thing like the electoral college where it, it doesn't, um, have where the majority just a majority rule call a mob rule. It would, it would be more, uh, fair to give the minority some voice in as far as the election goes. And I think it will be fairer <laughs> that way. Now, um, so I'm saying that, right? But like I said, I, I don't think, and I don't know, I'm pretty sure someone has already mentioned that before, has proposed that and, and whatnot. And I don't think it's, we're going to ever, even if it's, if it comes up, it's not going to pass because we're going in, in the exact opposite direction right now. Matter of fact, going back to some of those ballot measures, Colorado and Mississippi, you know, they're moving towards uh, like uh, the popular vote. So they're moving towards the, the just majority rule direction. Um, and cause they had ballot measures that were something to the akin to that. Um, so, and it's you know it's um it's ironic i will say that some of the people who are for this popular vote or this majority rule uh a lot ten, a lot of the support come from minorities out of that which is <laughs> which is um surprising cuz you would think you know people black brown asian whatever you would think minorities would value the concept of minority rights, like the electoral college or the filibustering legislature. You know, those are two things that are to help the, uh, the minority, um, to, to give them some say in what I said, whether it's in legislature or as far as the election goes, but that's not the case, you know, but I mean, I guess now that minorities are becoming more of the majority as a whole, I guess they want that same power of the majority that when they were minorities, they will complain about. But now they seem like, eh, now I kind of want that more that power now. So eh, it's quite hypocritical, <laughs> actually. But, you know, so before we go. Matter of fact, before we talk about um, my experience as a election judge, let's get to the the portion where we shout out these locations. Matter of fact, now I actually have the list in front of me where I, I think in the past two, I've forgotten to even look at. So here we go. <laughs> All right. Turn that down. All right. It's a little loud. <laughs> All right. <laughs> So, um, as far as the cities go, they, these are, all of these are in the United States this time, um, this time. So, uh, Longmount, Colorado, Los Angeles, California. I don't know how to say this in Washington, but it's Tonneskeet, Tonneskeet, Washington, Fort Worth, Texas, Baton, Texas, Buffalo, New York, Grand Prairie, Texas, Dallas, Texas, Little Elm, Texas, and Arlington, Texas. A lot of Texas, which is great, you know. You know, appreciate everyone listening, <laughs> and um, 
that's a um, yeah. It's um because as far as the countries go, yeah, you had not you know ninety one percent for United States this week, which is is higher than it's been. It's been it yeah it been almost like fifty percent because it was other countries, but I guess with the election going on, I don't know. But um so the three or the three uh, countries is India still, Germany and Switzerland. So yeah. So yeah, that was it. So yeah, matter of fact, I finished that before the song <laughs> ended. But um, so oh, right on time. There we go. So okay, all right, okay, all right. So um, I don't know if I mentioned in the last episode. So about being an election judge. So on election day, I was at the polls from. 7 to 7, 7 a.m. to 7 p.m. Because that's what the hours were in Tarrant County. <laughs> and um, I had to wake up at 4 o'clock in the morning because we were um, we weren't wanted to be there at 5.30 so we could set up the polls and all that. And so, yeah, it was... Um, so, I was a alternate election judge. So, in my precinct, because I'm a precinct chair... And, um, the way they determine who is the election judge and who is the alternate election judge is depending on who, um, who is the majority in your precinct. So my precinct in Arlington, Texas is 60, 40, at least, I don't know what it was, um, this Tuesday, but it was 60, 40 Democrat. So the election judge is democrat and the alternate is republican so so it was um i never done any of of this before like i I have never been a poll worker never i've never been a poll watcher (laughs) uh none of this so all this was new and here i am i'm basically starting at close to the top being an election judge um albeit alternate but still close to being one and um and i must say the experience was pretty nice i it was you know it was something where i look forward to doing it again because actually actually being there and seeing how the process works and and checking people in and getting people to where they can you know make their uh, choices and 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 scanning the ballot and all that and then the paperwork and all after looking at it it seemed overwhelming um, before, but just looking at it go step by step, I was like, okay, I think I can do this. I know if I if I was the election judge um, myself, I know it's going to be a, a learning curve as far as getting that all together, and that would be something because I didn't have to do a lot of the paperwork because being the alternate. I just had to sign a couple of things as, as, uh, an official, a secondary official or whatever like that. But yeah, like I said, I would, I would like to do that again. Actually. I don't know when the next time would be. I know there in Arlington, there is a, um, there is a runoff in December for city council, which I I was, well, you know what? This is something I, I haven't thought about. I didn't think about mentioning, but, um, 
So we have a runoff in, for a city council seat. And we have two people where I'm look. So we have a, a, a guy named Anton Lane, and then we have a woman who, um, the incumbent, I guess, um, uh, her name is Victoria Fair Myers. And yeah, I'm telling you right now, I don't know much about uh, either one, except for the part about Anton, who wants, who's basically a socialist, his positions, as far as, you know, the, the same old defund the police and all, all of this. And, and just very, he just is far left guy. And so, yeah, I'm definitely looking forward to, to vote in that city council election. Um, and definitely don't want that guy to be in, um, in the city council. But, um, I know I won't be able to do that election even if I wanted to, but <laughs> I can only imagine. So, well, that's another thing about being an election judge because, so, out. So I was there the whole day. We only had like what two hundred people the whole day. So I mean, there was a steady stream of people. So there was probably at least one or two people in there the whole time. But we didn't have a line or nothing like that. We had a line for like one. Or, maybe for 10 minutes we had a line at the very beginning and then like at lunchtime but even then it didn't it wasn't long it didn't go outside the building nothing like that and so yeah we were just yeah it was just um had like 200 people and now that was for a general election with president senators all this you know it, you know representatives and all that i can only imagine which is sad, but it shouldn't be the case, but I can, I'm guessing it's probably going to be the case. Uh, the, well, I guess depending on how many locations they have open, but a runoff for a city council spot, a runoff election. I can't, I can't imagine how many people are actually going to show up for that. <laughs> I'm going to try to show up. Like I said, I mentioned why because of one of the candidates, but, um, but yeah. So <laughs> anyway, um, like I said, that's something I definitely wouldn't mind. Um, doing in the future don't you know don't know when or what uh whatnot but yeah so so anyway i appreciate everyone listening we are here at the end and um i don't know when the next episode is going to be probably i guess probably be next week um but yeah as we see where where we are with this um election by next week who knows we may have a winner maybe we're not maybe we'll be in the middle of a bunch of lawsuits anyway so i haven't mentioned this but um every sunday me and harper price we do a podcast or video stream on facebook for blexit texas so if you go to blexit texas facebook page you'll see us on there every sunday around seven o'clock seven p.m so check us out on there and until next time We'll chat with you later. Guys, as we get older, we all start to notice minor changes in sexual performance. It happens, but you can stop Mother Nature. Whether you're just starting to develop erectile dysfunction symptoms or are suffering from chronic ED, call Metro Men's Health. Skip the pills and injections. They're only temporary and lose effectiveness over time. 
MetroMens Health treats the root cause of ED, lack of blood flow, so it works long-term. MetroMens Health uses the most advanced and clinically proven wave therapy on the market to actually repair aging blood vessels and restore them to a younger you. Get your spontaneity and your confidence back with safe, effective treatment from MetroMens Health. Visit MetroMensHealth.com or call 833-687-0700. Don't let ED get worse. Call Metro Men's Health today, 833-687-0700, 833-687-0700. Hey, welcome to Everything Outdoors. Can I help you find anything? Hey, yeah. Can you point us to the camping gear? Sure, aisle two. Snowboarding? Just bought a new Nissan Pathfinder. It's got intelligent 4x4, and we want to hit the backcountry. Aisle 18. And the boats? Are you sure you can do all this? Up to 6,000 pounds towing, we're good to go. Oh, where's the scuba gear? Return to rugged in the all-new 2022 Nissan Pathfinder. Available intelligent 4x4 cannot prevent collisions or provide enhanced traction in all conditions. Always monitor traffic and weather conditions. Towing capability varies by configuration. See Nissan owner's manual for proper use.